0: He's doing the magic trick where he tries to make it seem as if he cares deeply about the facts, much like Ben Shapiro. You've heard him say it. He cares about facts over feelings. Uh, apparently, they don't even care for each other. They're, they're not good frenzies, facts and feelings. They're, they're not good acquaintances. They're not on great terms. You've heard him say this, right? They pretend that they are the fact-based, uh, you know, adequately based. I, I, I believe in the science and rationality. No, you don't. You spread a scientific bigotry from an ideological, hate filled Christian fundamentalist or religious fundamentalist, in the case of Ben Shapiro, perspective. This is religious fundamentalism oh, that has been yeah. completely repackaged to look and feel as if it is actually, at the end of the day, scientific. It's not. These are all lies. All lies.
1: ruling class that they're exempt from the rule, and that's arguably worse. They want to force everybody else to live by these rules, and aren't willing to do it themselves.
2: I have a dream of nine crack holes at a Motel 6. miss you God! the news a lot lately this is a dangerous man Three. it's pandering a little bit one of them racist. horrible working conditions it was uh, it is venomous it's disgusting and it is violent do you
3: believe it's plausible that stephen crowder is just a monster <laughs>
4: There's nothing I love more than bad stand-up comedy. Nothing fascinates me as much as watching some overconfident drunk idiot get up in front of a packed crowd on open mic night and just letting it rip.
1: Yeah, you want me to out? You <laughs> You think I'm going a girl? you you know what's <laughs> sitting in front of the crowd? It's almost incredible how bad you
2: are at this <laughs>
4: I don't think enough people appreciate the genuine level of intellect, timing and planning that goes into crafting a well thought out joke. It's a talent and it's not hard to see who has it and who doesn't.
0: I pick some Mexican cookies and you go over there I'm like, "What? Mexican cookie? What are you talking about?"
4: It's like a chocolate chip with sauce all over it? What are you talking about? What are you-? Not everyone is cut out for such an industry, but that doesn't keep them from trying.
2: So I drove here. Notice a really disturbing trend in cars nowadays. I don't know if you folks have seen these uh, dream catchers. Is this, is this thing working? Yeah. Okay, thank you, sir. If
4: your stand-up career doesn't work out, that's okay. You can always pivot to selling overpriced mugs and t-shirts that totally don't have slurs written on
2: them. The Che Guevara socialism is for figs t-shirt.
4: If you found yourself spewing incoherent drivel to make up for an evident lack of talent, then your name might be Steven Crowder, a man who refers to underage girls as slutty and tweets about wanting to have sex with his mom, like, Guess and threatens his pregnant wife when he thinks no one is watching. I love you,
3: Christina. he's
4: sick.
0: Watch it. Sick. Can't believe there are people who are defending this, by the way, like just fucking rushing at the bit to be like, oh, well, we don't know the full story, you know, we, there could be more to this, so we don't know. it's like, well, from what we do know, I mean, this is horrifying this much. Yes, I'm sure there's more. This. If it's anything like this, then yeah, I'm sure there's more to the horror.
4: It's like, goddamn. See, Steven was once a leading figurehead of the online conservative movement, respected by his peers and adored by his audience, until a series of allegations made by former friends, family, and colleagues tarnished his good name even in the eyes of fans. His own comment sections have gone from endearing words of support to complete disdain just over the past month alone. But if you've been following Steven as long as I have, then you know these instances are just as much horrifying as they are consistent with his public persona, a wannabe comedian who failed so hard at his craft that he sought out alternative means to fulfill his instincts. Need to be liked. Being paid millions to sow chaos and contribute to what makes political spaces so poisonous in the first place. But before we get to all of that, we do have a sponsor, Bespoke spoke uh go check out jay Aubrey's channel as you can probably tell from the editing already he does very good regarding work. guns climate change and obama. obama not that i actually understood any of those issues but at 14 i didn't care about challenging my perspective on the world i wanted somebody who would reinforce it someone who would validate it and stephen crowder was that stephen's shallow dichotomy of republican good democrat bad satisfied the confirmation bias i was at the time searching for and that's ultimately one of the things stephen is best at presenting a right-leaning perspective in a way that's easy for the the youth to digest. In fact, he's long been accredited for putting a young face on conservatism, which is different from the old white guy club that people see too often, at least according to Chris Lash, a friend of Steven's and husband of NRA spokesperson and local psycho who once compared gun owners to rape victims, Dana Lash. Another writer critical of Steven echoed a similar sentiment when he told The Daily Beast in 2013 Stevens being promoted because he provides a very good face for the right wing to reassure its older generation that 20-somethings don't really support gay marriage and aren't concerned about income inequality. In the beginning, Stevens carved out a niche for himself, where he could be easily seen as a more modern breed of conservative, while still very much holding the same views as an older generation of pundits that were being increasingly seen as out of touch. Stephen could reach young people in a way that Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh no longer could. 866-GOLD-LINE. My n-word.
0: <laughs> I remember when I saw this clip, it was like, hey, there's an ad for gold that Glenn Beck is doing. And you're never gonna guess how it ends and i was like oh it's probably gonna be something weird right you watch it and sure enough no i was never ever in a million years gonna guess that's how or that's where he was going with it to be honest with you
4: that didn't really... Because Steven wasn't strictly a political guy, no. What he actually weird, denounced that label from the do. very beginning. Steven Crowder has always been a self-described cultural yeah, person, whatever, whatever that means. And would rather think of himself first and foremost as an actor and of course, comedian. Sorry, but I'm making you want to stand up with me. If I had to see it, Sonny, you motherfucker. T-Comp
1: and how you do it? Are you guys ready to party? Uh, and
2: I don't want to say, if you take the Greyhound, you're ugly, but if you're ugly, you take the Greyhound buzz. <laughs> Joy Behar is so mind-numbingly stupid. <laughs> You could be sitting across from her, talking with her, and not even having the same conversation.
1: <laughs>
2: well, Miss Baker, I think this debt is getting out of control. I don't think that we should be passing it down to our children. I know! Like my ex husband never used to wash his feet!
0: Bad stand-up is so hard to watch like it's just it's such a painful because no one likes cringe but it it is probably some of the highest form of public cringe where you're in a room full of other people who are all simultaneously cringing like and it's like i love stand-up comedy when you can you have a fucking a pro who works a room and everyone is fucking they can't speak like you like you know you have just manipulated their funniness in such a way that every single person is on the floor crying like that power that's incredible and then equally you can have a room full of people who are just all at the same time and this is Steven Crowder Dave Rubin all these failed comedians just cringe holy fuck am I cringing right now I don't want to be here I don't want to listen to this anymore <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, we're passing a debt down onto our children. And I know I
4: love blueberry pancakes! Keep in mind, this is the kind of stuff he whips out when he really needs a laugh. Well, better his nuts, apparently, but we'll get to that later. This might shock you, but Steven isn't exactly known for a comedy that challenges the way we think. Biden,
2: sharks do 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 do. Biden, sharks do 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 do. Biden, sharks do 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 do.
4: Biden, sharks. Most of his act consists of making pretty mundane observations.
2: Guys, seen this? It's a Native American Indian contract consists of wooden hoops and feathers. Supposed to help you
4: uh, sleep soundly. Getting cheap applause from an audience that already agrees with his politics. Oh, yeah, whenever you see any of the uh,
0: old footage of him doing stand-up, those are always at, like, Turning Point, America First, fucking CPAC. Like, these are venues who are hiring him because he's already got a bit of an online persona. Uh, He's already well-known in some... He was, like, he was doing Fox News segments for a little bit eventually until he got to the point where he was punched in the face by that Teamster. But, um... Yeah, it's not him doing stand-up uh, trials at, like, a comedy club. It's not him uh, working in an audience for the first time who has no idea who he is. It's a whole bunch of right-wingers and mostly older Republicans who want to have what they feel is the equivalent of a stand-up experience, but someone's just like... Democrats or arslers, and then they're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, he said it. He said
4: it.
1: 9
4: 11. Yeah. He's exactly. finding ways to show off his world renowned impressions of other races, which honestly, he still can't really do.
2: So you get these Middle Eastern wannabe thugs. <laughs> You're nice people, but you can't pull off the thug look. Like, oh, 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 you know what? I am going to mess you up. Thug. On the left side,
0: yes that's the crib side <laughs> <laughs> They're cruising down the street for chicks like tch, tch, tch. even 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 with Clean that crowd he's room. it's not too great. <laughs> even, with, even with that crowd
4: people are like what the fuck is he doing? Oh god. Alright, this is it. <laughs> I won't show you any more because I am against cruel and unusual punishment, but for what it's worth, part two of his act only got about 20% of the views that his first part got. So if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about his theater skills, maybe we should take a look at his IMDb page where you can read about his breakout role on... (laughs) you ready for this? Get ready. Arthur.
3: What would you think of me if I ever got anything... Wrong.
4: Yes, it's hard to believe my first exposure to this man was when he voiced The Brain on a show my sister and I grew up watching. And to make it even more surreal, one of the episodes is literally about Brain trying to become a comedian and failing.
3: Well now that things have changed, I need to be practical and train myself for a new career in comedy. You're going to be a comedian? I just smashed an atom. Are you crazy? No, just practical. Clean up your I, room. I
0: love that they got revenge years later, you know? It, they, they They went full woke.
4: It was it awesome. Backs
3: no he's crying over spilt milk stop him you've got to do something fast before he humiliates himself
4: ironically <laughs> steven was predicting the rest of his career with this one as he struggled to find work outside of arthur with the exception of a few minor roles in the late 2000s including the jock character in a pure Flix movie and an appearance <laughs> in the feature film directed by his brother jordan where he pretty much <laughs> just plays himself so bad it's, a double standard.
2: it's like the women's rights thing is a double standard like now they have oh now we're not allowed
0: to hit them steven's you know, it's wild is I oh, know enough, so much of the right. story because I, too, have beta a Stephen Crowder documentary called Stephen Chowder. Go check it out. YouTube.com slash TheSearchTV. You'll find it. I do an impersonation of Stephen
4: Crowder in that one. You can go enjoy it media on your own time. media career wasn't exactly popping off in the way he may have hoped. But that's not to say there wasn't an audience for his style of entertainment. See, despite growing up in Canada, Stephen was always interested in American politics, and it was only a matter of time before Stephen launched his own YouTube channel, weighing in on whatever political matters were relevant at the time. You really can't find anything
2: funny about this administration
4: when Joe
2: FREAKING BIDEN is vice president? up your room. What? What? It's like having Rain Man as vice president. Yeah, definitely, definitely make a better VP than Joe Biden. Hillary Clinton and Rain Man make better VP than Joe
0: Biden. Ah! Oh, so painful I like I went through when I was making that documentary on Stephen Crowder I threw that was a dark period of my life where I had to watch so much Stephen Crowder to be able to find all those clips and stuff and I know I've watched the full versions of all of this and I remember just thinking there because like your soul a a bit of it anyway leaves your body as as you sit because it it, like it is unfunny to a point of being demonic like to a point where it actually does possess you and it actually will put the like you know the the pure fury and righteous anger of satanism right within to your heart and, and you sit there like you know transfixed by this pure horror that you see before your eyes and i i i went through hours and hours and hours of it it's all so painfully fucking unfunny and bad and you always know it's like you're clearly inspired by funny people. Like you clearly understand what it takes to make a joke, or what a joke is, or what should be funny. But it's all such low and co- lowest common denominator. But it's being done with someone who at least is doing it in earnest. Like you can't say that he's not in earnest trying to be funny so it's so cringy because of that it's someone trying hard being so painfully ungifted and unnaturally sorry naturally unfunny and yet still has a passion for what they're doing which is evident in how bad and either racist or fucking you know sexist it is like every sketch would be like is this one so what's the lowest hanging fruit is it gonna be racist no not really a racist angle for this one sexist yes yes oh of course sexist maybe homophobic yeah you could do that too you know have the have the gay guy just like talk like death and then you can like you know kind of be sexist and homophobic at the same time because then it's like you know he's he's acting feminine feminine is bad uh if you have a pussy you're a lower uh, uh human being in my eyes so let's just do this
4: This stuff was so quality. Steven eventually caught the attention of Big Hollywood. Uh, No, not Hollywood. Big Hollywood was an affiliate of Breitbart News, the fringe right wing news website accredited for giving your grandparents a computer virus. Turns out Breitbart and PJTV, never even heard of that one, were pretty big fans of what Steven was doing over on YouTube in 2008. And don't worry, I took the liberty of diving into the dark vat of Steven's old content, so you don't have to.
2: on Elm Street, the nightmare continues.
4: Now, whether Steven wants to admit it or not, conservative comedy isn't the most competitive industry. Given how most mainstream comics- Well, I was gonna say like, yeah,
0: <laughs> there's not a lot of other people doing the straight up, hey, I'm a political comedian, but from a right wing angle. And then you're like, cool, what's my competition? Well, if you work hard, you play by the rules, you one day could rise the level of gut film. That's, that's like, number one. That's the best possible outcome. This is you. That's, like, that's you at the top of your field. Gutfeld. So that's number one. And then there's a whole bunch of, well, three or four different options along the way. I mean, there's, like, redneck right-wing comedy circuits, but they're not even all that right-wing sometimes. Sometimes they're ironic characters, and sometimes they do kind of poke holes in a lot of right-wing conservatism. So I don't even know if those ones could 100% be called right-wing comedy. You know, Dennis Miller... Uh, jimmy dore ish you know he's, he's pretty hate-filled
4: hates the gays kind of stuff entertainers and even musicians are typically left-leaning meaning Stephen never had to try as hard to get noticed given the path that he chose for himself was always so narrow before long he was being recruited to do stand-up at various republican conventions, making his long-awaited rap debut at cpac 2012 with the single miss like think of that
0: how many how many lonely islands are there that are also hardcore right-wingers simultaneously because like He's, he's not wrong that there's an overabundance of incredibly talented YouTubers who then make like break like you know Bo Burnham that, that that individual is one of the most talented motherfuckers on the planet yes he's going to exude a whole bunch of fucking skills but they're not coming from a fucking hard right perspective so if you were scrolling through and you're like looking Steven Crowder would stand out because like hey here's a guy he's doing the whole thing sketches Songs, hip hop tracks, you, you know he's like a racist lonely island
4: basically. Mr. America. I think I'll just let you be the judge of this one. America, don't
1: you <laughs> keep
2: written, hey, ain't you big hitter? but now I'm back from the dead, I'm bringing back all my knickers. <laughs> what? what, knickers? No, it's okay. I can say knickers because I wear knickers.
4: Great job, Stephen! Your tireless effort to engage the youth in America is encouraging. I want to hear this on the radio.
0: It was a tactical drop, everybody. Don't worry.
4: Better than anything else on the radio right now. I guess it's time to give rap music a second look. <laughs> I can't do this shit, man. In 2009, Stephen Crowder landed a job as the youngest media correspondent at Fox News. At that point, he had climbed the ladder from YouTube to obscure propaganda sites, and finally, to the biggest cable news network in the country, cutting his teeth on extremely pretentious op-eds that have aged absolutely tragically in light of recent revelations. In one bizarrely judgmental article titled Waiting Till the Wedding Night, Getting Married the Right Way, Stephen writes, as anyone who's read my abstinence column here at Fox News Opinion could guess, sorry, just what an incredible sequence of words that is. My wife and I not only waited sexually, in every way, we courted each other in a way that was consistent with our publicly professed values. We did it the right way. Now, of course, Stephen is referring to a personal choice that he and his wife made together. Saving sex for marriage is a completely fine and acceptable thing to do, just as it's also fine and acceptable to have sex before marriage. My hot take is that there isn't a right or wrong way to do it, just as long as you and your partner are on the same page. Everyone is different, and that's fine. But Stephen disagrees, going on to write that he doesn't care if you feel judged, since he and his wife were apparently mocked all the time. People laughed, scoffed, and poked fun at the young, celibate, naive, Christian couple. We'd certainly never make it to the wedding without stupping. Looking back, I think the women saying those things have felt like the floozies they ultimately were, and the men, with their fickle manhood tied to their pathetic sexual conquest, felt threatened. Side note, but Stephen might possibly be the worst writer I've ever seen, and he's writing it on their honeymoon? <laughs> Sorry, babe, I'll be there to say. Finishing up my Fox News abstinence column before we can get to stupping. I don't want to focus too much on this one article, though, since we still have so much else to cover. But for Stephen to assume the role of an authoritative figure on the concept of marriage, morally grandstanding on anyone who may have had a different experience than him, only for it to be revealed that he's been abusing his wife behind the scenes for years, tells you everything you need to know about Steven Crowder. This article is an embarrassing read, not just because it's littered with incomprehensible slang from what I can only assume is the 1920s, but because okay. it perfectly encapsulates everything Steven represents a reality in which he conceals his ugly intentions behind a wall of judgment, hate, and hypocrisy in an attempt to spread an ideology. And he's been doing it forever. <laughs> In December 2012, the conservative oh, advocacy group Americans it. for Prosperity, funded by two billionaire brothers, by the way, crashed a protest in Michigan regarding the state's recently passed anti-union right-to-work law. With the help of Stephen Crowder, the group of right-wingers erected a giant tent in an effort to aggravate union members who were there protesting, causing a dispute that resulted in Stephen getting punched in the face by a union worker. While the nice. full unedited footage showed the man being first pushed to the ground before getting back up and decking Stephen in the jaw, this crucial bit had been mysteriously left out of the version Stephen posted to his channel for some reason, it seemed like the man had attacked him unprovoked. This was not only the narrative Stephen yeah. tried to spin on uh, Five. Redbeard Unleashed.
0: Unleashed. Thank you very much for the raid. Welcome, in readers. We're just learning about the history of the Stephen of the Crowders, the shitty Canadian. Uh, yeah. But today uh, we're going to Twitch.tv/slash Redbeard
4: Unleashed. Thank you so much. I appreciate it cliff ended up being the one sent into the ingham county prosecutor's office in an attempt to press charges against the union worker dunning's question why crowder didn't initially provide the original this is footage well it's dunning's pretty office. well done i should say We're not holding that against them but why would they provide the edited video the longer video clearly shows the guy got pushed down and came up swinging Liquidized i think that's the light way for- of the prosecutor saying they tried to Provide us with false evidence. Though after reviewing the unedited version, prosecutors ultimately ruled the man in fact acted in self-defense and dropped the case. So at the end of the day, this was all just Steven Crowder whining on national TV about an event that he and his own group instigated.
1: So, so that just eh? it down. And then he came up off he his feet. Yeah, there he is. What is that, Steve? He did go down. Uh, we were not trying deserve, to be people
2: Steve, you, de- in the
3: tent. you deserve what you got. You are what a you liar, got. sir. You, you are being swallowed. Your unions you are being
1: swallowed. They,
2: these are babies flailing before being put to bed. They are violent. This was not an isolated event. Look around you, man. Yeah.
4: Stephen was finally dropped by Fox News only a few months later for reasons that are still up in the air to this day. Some say it had to do with contract negotiations, while others insist it was because of comments he made about their biggest on-screen talent at the time, Sean Hannity. But most hilarious to me is when one senior employee of Fox told the Daily B that Steven was never that funny anyway and crossed the line more than a few times. Do you have any idea how obnoxious you need to be for even Fox News to turn against you? Tad insult to injury, leaked Twitter messages from Fox's very own Greg Gutfeld seem to allude to how frankly unlikable Steven was on a private, personal level. Keep in mind these messages are all alleged as I can't personally verify them myself, but it is worth noting that Gutfeld has yet to deny or disprove their legitimacy. Plus they kind of already fall in line with Steven's public persona. So just let me be messy here for a second. They're funny, okay? He has issues. I met him at a bar one and he sat Indian style on the floor in the middle of a crowded bar. He was asking me what he thought of the looks of his fiance. How f***ed up is that? She is beautiful, but he couldn't judge. It was like he was shopping for a car and was asking his friend to take it for a test drive. I nodded and wondered how I got into this mess. Adding it me thinks he has an issue with his sexuality, which is fine, but it's so obvious to everyone but him. He was only at Fox News for like six months. We all hated him. He acts like he was a badass who left Fox. No, none of us could stand him. He wants to be a star and hates everyone. He yeah, let's read in I are good. He calls himself a comedian, but doesn't perform. That's how the Schumer thing started. I would not let him call himself a comedian on my show, and Amy knew that. I hated him for saying he performs. What Gutfeld is alluding to here is an old episode from his show, where Stephen and Amy Schumer were both guests, and as you can probably imagine, having these two in a room together didn't go well.
3: And, you know, you the, the dirty comedian thing, but honestly you call yourself a comedian, but you don't do it that much. Like, I go fishing a couple times a year, but I don't introduce myself on TV as a fisherman.
4: Wow. From that moment, Stephen would make it a priority to slam Amy Schumer from the comfort of his own <laughs> studio any chance he got in a crusade that you cannot tell me wasn't a tiny <laughs> bit personal. By the way, I mean you're a fat slutty role model. Taking pride in mm. being
2: a fat bag of potatoes. She's
4: the guy she accuses all the
2: guys of being, mm-hmm. only she's way gross grosser and f
0: what's that drill tweet? Is that tweet by drill? Cause I kind of feel like you're doing that drill tweet. I feel like this is all that drill tweet. Just
4: the hardcore too.
1: Fatter. I'm fat. Yeah. Uh,
4: snacks. Triggering the libs though, would become the focal point of his new show on YouTube, A Louder With Crowder, launched soon after his falling out with Fox. And this is where you really get some of the most potent feminist owned videos that plagued all of YouTube in 2016. Hey, feminists. With his first viral video being hashtag SJW feminist festival crashed by Crowder in underwear. Prove once and for all that not all feminists
2: are fat, unattractive, boy-cutted androgynous
4: amoebas. Oh my god.
1: She's a lesbian! A lesbian!
4: Epic editing there, Stephen. Why he needed to go the extra mile and strip down to his underwear is beyond my reasoning, at least. I think him being removed has less to do with him being offended or whatever, and more to do with Stephen intentionally irritating and causing a scene on purpose just to get a reaction for the internet. Give me, ma'am. Can you about
2: body shaming? Can you talk about male body shaming? Should I be
4: well that's like all of it all
0: all of his humor is either going to be something like this where it's basically like hey i shit myself publicly look how triggered everyone is Whoa, are you all triggered as i shit myself before you look
4: how triggered the limbs are all triggered because i'm shitting myself shame It's not even about politics at a certain point, it's just about Steven being a public fucking nuisance that nobody wants to be around. But after racking up a juicy 30 million views, Steven and his producer, Not Gay Jared, which is a totally normal thing to call your friend, by the way, would make a habit Mm -hmm. of crashing these left-leaning events for the sole aim of exposing the liberal agenda, according to them. But if you ask me, it was mostly an excuse for Steven to dress up as a woman, as he liked to do over and over and over and over and over. I'm not gonna keep going, but it is funny that for a guy who thinks trans people are grooming your kids, Steven sure can't get enough of wearing his wife's clothes and touching his producer Front of children like the time he and en- that clip they just
0: showed you by the way that's there is lots of children who are visible like you if you go through and you scroll there are children who are looking at him as he does a drag performance as he gets one of his employees to do a drag performance as him and his employee make out multiple times while in drag and then his employee strokes him through his pants publicly while children are watching The right has done all of this. This is the right. This is one of the biggest fucking figures on the right. The same people who spend all day being like, oh, the queers are groomers, LGBTQ plus pedophiles, groomers. Well, by your own standards, you are the highest of groomers, the groomiest of the groomers.
4: Not Gay Jared convinced a bunch of people at a feminist rally that they were trans women and were met with uh, kindness and support by the people there. We
2: quickly found out that nobody questions, criticizes, nor runs security background checks on trans.
0: (laughs) Yeah, wow. It's like, hey, we were we were there and everyone was very nice to us and polite and kind. Yeah, because we were trans or at least they thought we were trans. That's the only reason they were nice to us. Those devil women, those little Satans that they were.
4: This us b- grabs back! Let's nice go going, Steven? You really own those feminists by lying to them and taking advantage of their hospitality for cheap clicks. You definitely look like the reasonable person in this picture. In case it's hard to tell, these videos on Louder with Crowder really didn't contain much substance outside of Steven working backwards from an already established conclusion to prove some kind of flawed hypothesis. Sometimes not even he understands what it is he's truly arguing for. Take, for example, his position on trans athletes. Steven personally wants to see trans people competing in sports with the gender they were assigned to at birth it's something he's long propagated across his platforms but here he is complaining about just that this is mark bags a
2: senior from Ulysses trinity high school near dallas is in the process of transitioning from female to male and taking low dose of testosterone Uh, just entered a high school wrestling tournament with an undefeated record and surprise one that picture
4: says a thousand words right there. Hey Stephen, that is a trans man competing with cis women. He's being forced to compete with women because that's what people like you are arguing for. This is what you want. And this trans wrestler in particular, Mac Beggs has openly expressed wanting to compete with cis men because it just makes more sense, but he can't do that because Republican backed Texas law currently requires trans athletes to play in an athletic league, which matches their biological sex determined at birth. Something that Stephen encourages and supports. My position is biological males compete with biological, biological, biological males biological females compete with biological females like Stephen, if you're watching first of all hi what the did you mean by this tweet and secondly just suspend your political that's really good but hey that's 100 true
0: what did you think was gonna happen like all of you this is what you advocated for you're always saying that like well i just want biological males to compete with biological males i want biological females to compete with biological females okay Have you seen what trans male athletes look like? Have you seen trans men? Have you seen them? Have you seen the bodies on those dudes? Do you think those dudes are going to be in a competitive nature in the same field with the biological female? Of the same age is is like have you have like is there going to be an advantage given to one group? Because apparently you're not allowed to take things like hormone uh supplements. Uh if you are a competitive athlete, a professional athlete, you're not allowed to do hormone therapy, people can't do steroids, they can't do HGH, things like that. Those are uh against the rules and things like that, and yet you're completely fine with a trans man competing against a biological female. Well, if that's the case, then why are you complaining now? Because yet again, that, that wrestler is the best example you could bring up. It's like, yeah, now everyone's booing that dude. I was like, why are you booing that dude? Uh, this this is a dude who you are, you are forcing to play against women. You're making the nightmare scenario that you always talk about happen, but it's your side doing it. You're the one who is like, you're forcing a guy to compete with a bunch of women. That's what's happening. Well, no, that's a biological female competing against females. All right, well, that biological female seems to be beating the other females right now and why are you vote booing it.
4: And imagine if there were hundreds of bills circulating around the country invalidating your right to live a normal life. Imagine if your basic access to healthcare, education, legal recognition, etc was all up in the air for a small group of politicians to dictate. Something about that seems a wildly big government to me. A gross yep. overstep of legislative mm-hmm. power that a small government conservative like yourself should frown upon. But Stephen Crowder and the dozens of other vocal opponents of trans rights, freedom of expression is trumped by blind hatred for those that are just different from them. Despite freedom being one of the deciding factors that makes America the best country in the world, according to Stephen. But
2: not only do I believe that our healthcare system is superior to those countries, uh, but there would be another reason outside of healthcare. Let's assume that healthcare were better in those countries.
4: Um, freedom. But it's just he doesn't believe everyone deserves the same access to the fundamental freedoms he's been given. At least that's what it seems. Stephen doesn't seem to value those he personally deems inferior, and would rather resort to ostracizing them in a public setting the same way he was ostracized and bullied as a child.
2: Oh, but don't you feel a little bad for the bully? He's just a kid. I feel zero bad for him. And you know what happens when bullies aren't stepped down early in their childhood?
4: Gaddafi. You'd hope someone like Stephen, who has talked about being on the receiving end of relentless bullying throughout his life, would be one to stand up for those who have been unfairly attacked for committing the cardinal sin of trying to live a normal life like the rest of us. But instead, Stephen takes the low road and chooses to relish in the power he now gets to wield as the bully himself.
2: I think it's better that the bully learn his lesson now as opposed to later
4: on in life when yeah. somebody snaps as an adult. It gets uglier. Steven Crowder, a man who ironically brags about his strong Christian values, likes to spend his time berating people who strangely aren't white by threatening to call ICE on Mexican workers. I need papers. Do you have papers? He's gonna call ICE, you motherfuckers. Steven enjoys showing off his impression of Martin Luther King Jr. Five things you don't know about
2: MLK. Bet you didn't expect to hear MLK and crack whores. I have a dream of non-crack whores at a Motel 6. And when he's not making a mockery of black farmers, I don't know where you find this many farmers of color. I'm
5: gonna buy buy a
1: plow, man!
5: I'm gonna plant that corn.
1: Go get a job of Barack Obama, mother! I'm the president. I'm that air.
5: You? I planted a henna tree, <laughs> but it's not growing.
1: Turns out
2: the
0: uh, the, the, the the soil content is a high level of me-
5: Is this working?
0: Is the is the yellow button working? Because I push it, you're all supposed to laugh. You're all supposed to stop talking and laugh at my jokes. That's why I installed this yellow button underneath my desk, and I'm pushing the yellow button right now. But you're not doing that thing. None of you are laughing. None of you are laughing right now. I don't get it. Yeah, crazy. Uh, wow, I don't know. He's just oh, deeply unlikable person and it's just like, it's wild. Someone's so untalented and so unlikable. What made you think that what your calling was, was to get into entertainment and media, you know? I mean, obviously you're inspired by other people, but all of your heroes who inspire you most likely were a little bit too liberal, a little too lib cucked for your minds. So you're like,
1: well, yeah, I just, I, I just want all my heroes, but, but right wing.
4: Yeah, yeah. Disingenuously recreating George Floyd's murder in an attempt to exonerate the psychopath convicted of killing him. Was it
2: unpleasant? Yes. Is there any way that that would kill someone who was in moderate
4: health? I, I can't see it. Steven's been known to make a mockery of Asian people on the sole premise of them being Asian. Oh, that is an aggressively Asian face. In- when he's not wearing a dress or cosplaying as a rootin' tootin' sheriff with his fake little gun holsters in his studio, he's poking fun at whatever he thinks Islam is. Islam, the religion of peace. Halah <laughs> Akbar! Excusing the torture America inflicted against prisoners at Guantanamo Bay,
2: I personally believe that prison should be as unpleasant as humanly possible. Let's take a look at some of these torture techniques used at Club Gitmo. We've got slight sleep
4: there deprivation. Is actually some skill. Yeah, it could songs. be that.
2: People out there, do you honestly believe that america is losing its moral high ground and consider this torture killing two birds
4: with one yes. stone and his embarrassing portrayal of not just muslims but also trans people in his critically acclaimed video trans slur bane versus jihadi bond which are two different f- fucking 50
0: million dollars again the bar is so fucking rock bottom you know you can be an unbelievably talented individual and you can write one of the greatest comedy specials of all time and the peak of your career could be like performing at the comedy cellar and that's it meanwhile he can be like
1: okay what do we got here uh how about james bond and uh how do we put a trans person in there and also make it racist yeah racist bond
4: franchises i mean that one doesn't even make sense 50 million dollars
0: 50 million dollars. She loves
4: to make the exact same joke about trans people every single year on Trans Day of Visibility. Confusingly blamed trans rights activists for there being a higher rate of trans. Besides, is anyone surprised when it's a 42% attempted? At-
0: no, it's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's the bullies. All of you. You're the ones doing that. Cis bullies
2: rate you don't have that anywhere else in the demographic that would suggest some kind of mental proclivity toward extreme behavior and i don't think it's helping people yeah. to simply enable it i don't want nearly half of all transgenders to attempt suicide i want that to be lower guess what doesn't work you saying you're all good you're a woman it doesn't help it makes it worse had this to say about victims wouldn't it stand to reason that the victims of rape would usually, not always, generally be those who are most desirable sexually, considering the crime. Maybe like the fives to tens. Like you don't carjack a 98 Oldsmobile. (laughs) No. I've searched, and I could be wrong about this, there are many, right? How many times have I been to a change of my mind? It's always a blue-haired, would-be lesbian feminist who claim their. As far as I know, not one Victoria's Secret model has been-
4: And at the beginning of his career, did a really fun and tasteful bit he liked to call Cultural Appropriation Week, where for about five days straight, he and not gay Jared began their show dressed in whatever caricature of a costume they had lying around that day. This week, the mystical age-old culture of China.
0: $50 million.
2: With that combination. Five zero. It's kind of like the other woman. Uh,
0: fifty. Off, put him back on for an internet show. Ooh, this, is what, okay. this is what fifty million dollars um, buys you.
4: Now I understand Stevens fans may be quick to write these things off as nothing more than edgy jokes, and that his critics are just being snowflakes for getting mad at such top tier comedy. But it's hard to make it's... the argument that these are just mere jokes when they still accurately reflect the real belief Stephen appears to hold. For example, Stephen has stated that he's a traditionalist who doesn't believe in the concept of gay marriage. Myself personally, I-, I am pro-traditional marriage. I agree with the president on this. You can't then turn around and make such unfunny jokes at the expense of gay people and expect viewers to suck it up and buy your socialism is for figs shirt.
2: Gayness? is still funny. It's absurd, so it's funny. It would be the same thing if a duck walked in right now wearing pajamas. We'd be like, oh my god, there's a duck in pajamas. What are you doing at SeaPac, duck in pajamas? I would have never imagined that. It's the same thing when there's a dude like, hello,
4: you look delicious. There's just no way to genuinely write this stuff off as innocent jokes when it's rooted in something that you genuinely believe. By 2019, Stephen had really taken off in popularity thanks to a little series he likes to call Change My Mind, which is ironically something Stephen never actually does. Even if you've never watched an episode of this thing, you've probably seen the memes. The premise is that Stephen travels around to various locations, mostly college campuses, and sets up a booth to debate random people on whatever issue he's feeling that day. Maybe it's fascism, Gender, Never meet your heroes. Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Always yeah, meet your enemies. Always like meet those. your enemies. For the most part, he uses pretty eye-catching and intentionally offensive language to trigger a more passionate response from the people there. Why? Well, it's exciting to watch people scream at each other. I guess. Plus, it's always helpful to make the opposing side look as unreasonable and shrill as possible. Stephen is banking on the fact that most of these kids are liberal, so having a well, also they have no media experience. Like, let's be totally real. If you, for like, when I was back
0: in college days, if there was just this thing, it's like, hey, do you want to have a discussion? What was the discussion? It's about a highly charged uh, political topic you're an opinionated young teenage boy right like uh, okay sure yeah i'll sit down you sit down at the table and it's
1: like all right so uh, what do you think about this uh, do you think women should uh, have the right to have an abortion huh i've got all these stats look at my stats
0: i mean at the time you'd be sitting across from him and you would probably be like oh
1: uh, well I, I i i still think that women should have no no you're wrong look it's right here here facts facts you're wrong oh sorry destroyed marketplace of ideas
0: Like, obviously, you're not going to be able to, like, you know, really get at Steven Crowder with zero media experience. And then there's this guy who does this for a living. He's very, like, he's used to having four or five cameras pointed at him. He's used to having microphones. He's used to having people stare at him and be like, what are they going to say next? You aren't. So you're going to sit there and you're going to fumble and foil. But even though that's the setup and that's the setup that gives him a huge home field advantage and allows him to win a whole bunch of these debates with fucking college students. There's still, in spite of that, people who light him the fuck up. You will get the occasional person who's like, you are factually incorrect and lying about this. This is you manipulating data. It doesn't matter that you say you have the facts before you. That statistic is not representative of what you say it is, you know, that kind of shit.
4: Substantive conversation with someone who disagrees with him shouldn't be a hard thing to do. But the problem with these debates is that the scales are already tipped so much in Steven's favor that it's really not much of an evenly matched exchange of ideas. You no. start
3: taking hormone therapy, it
4: changes the way your muscles work grow and you're not actually given that much of an advantage or you're not they don't have as much of an advantage as you think they might you know sure about that well
0: these are also going to be on topics that people were not thinking of at that moment in time perhaps right so like yes maybe this person was not thinking about the debate itself uh, related to whether or not uh, you know taking hormone replacement therapy how it actually affects the body what its effects can be as the olympic committee itself decided these kind of things and they know way more about this topic like you're not thinking about all that so you sit down and a person's like all right let's debate we're going to debate right now the trans question oh okay w- what about it we're going to debate whether or not trans athletes belong in sports along with biological females go uh yeah ooh, uh, you kind <laughs> of caught me off guardy I, I wasn't um well, i think they should why well uh uh, apparently I'm, I'm told that like, if you do uh certain kinds of like, I, I think it's called like hormones or something. I don't know. I'm not, I, like, it changes, uh, like I, I aspects
1: what does it change nope you're wrong because look here bone density lowers look at this the power the speed
0: right, and then all of a sudden you're like oh well now this looks ridiculous i guess you're right i, I have no idea what yes, i'm so, talking about i'm
4: not sure but i also not sure about anything not mall, you know
0: I'm- this is his no. show after all so of I, course Steve- see i haven't pre-watched this but like yeah that's the whole point and obviously you know jay has edited this perfectly to be able to exemplify the, the points that like that is exactly what this is this is why all of the rights started emulating this. Like, they were like, they saw the meal ticket. Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, Michael Knowles, Matt Walsh. Why do you think every single person immediately started trying to copy him here because they found a winning formula? I go to a college campus filled with all of these indoctrinated libs and SJWs, and this is where the liberal hive mind is. This is where they try to tell you, like, this is the fucking, this is where wokeism is born. This is the origin of wokeism. It all emulates from university and college campuses. You get into the heart of the beast and then you debate the beast and destroy it and slay it. And then boom, Ben Shapiro eviscerates yet another college campus. Jordan Peterson crushes trans SJW, blah, blah, blah. And really what you are debating in a lot of ways is people's own existence. Like if you're debating someone about, let's debate the abortion issue. It's like, well- we're two dudes though, right? We're two cis men. We most likely will never give birth. That's It's not a th- us thing. Why are, we, why are we trying to be like we should restrict someone else's rights would probably be my standpoint on it.
1: Nope, you're wrong. Because according to this in the Bible,
4: oh, uh, uh, fuck. ...picks the topic, the setting, the circumstances, who gets the microphone and when, what makes the final edit and what doesn't. Plus, he's already given himself ample time beforehand to prepare his talking points as much as he needs. If Steven wants to debate so bad, I hear Sam Cedar is available. True, true. Oh, he kind of gets cold feet when that shit goes down.
1: What a fucking nightmare.
4: Whereas the kids he's debating left their dorms that morning, not expecting to debate their beliefs on things like abortion. They haven't made a career off politics like Damn, Stephen. Cedar. Oh no, what a fucking, fucking nightmare. Down with facts and logic. Even when those facts aren't actually facts. For example, take his video, America is not racist, change my mind. Stephen at one point claims that the U.S. has a higher class mobility compared to the rest of the world. First off, we have more class mobility here in the United
2: States than anywhere else. Certainly than Canada. Can you define class mobility for me? Meaning there are more people in the United States who end up in the top 30% of income than anywhere else in the world? at some point in their life we're in the top 10% including people go from the top 10 up from the bottom 10 or the bottom 30 the top 30 the top. there's more class mobility here in the United States more ability to rise out of poverty into upper middle class than anywhere else in the world it's not even close to.
4: only I don't know what Stephen is going by sure he links to an image of a random study on screen but even this doesn't show the US compared to the rest of the world according to the <laughs> World Economic Forum <laughs> by the way I've done so many of these go check out uh, tiktok.com
0: slash at the surf cv I've done deep dives into his sources so when he says uh, you know by the way uh, everything we've said here is source go to of. With uh, .com, you'll you'll see every single thing there. We only provide accurate sources. A, he never tells you where exactly in his like references the sources are going to be, if at all. There are times when he he points to a source that he doesn't even include in the links. When he does, it's a needle in a haystack game where they they will flood you with links, and then it's like. Hopefully, you'll find the right one eventually. But I've done that where I've gone down to find the link of the study that he's referenced because he's, he's citing a specific study by name. So this should be easy to find. And I find it. And once again, we have a yet another example of a conservative or right winger. Lauren Southern does this all the time using the introduction and lines from the introduction as evidence of something via an academic study. They're not looking at the conclusion of the study, they're not looking at what the study looked to accomplish and then actually did. They're just going in the introduction, taking pieces they like and then throwing that out there as this is evidence of something with my source and so you're technically not lying that you referenced the study but you didn't reference what the study was about or what that study discovered but you were trying to cite as if you found something else which the study did not in that you were lying and then you say but I've got the links I always provide my links which you don't but even if you did here they are it's fucked it's absolutely fucked the whole thing." is a fugazi, it's, a, it's, it's, all, it's all a game, it's all to, like, you know, it's it's an illusion, he's doing the magic trick, where he tries to make it seem as if he cares deeply about the facts, much like Ben Shapiro, you've heard him say it, he cares about facts over feelings, uh, apparently they don't even care for each other, they're, they're not good frenzies, facts and feelings, they're, they're not good acquaintances, they're not on great terms, you've heard him say this, right, they pretend that they are the fact based, uh, you know, adequately based, I I, I believe in the science and rationality, no, you don't, you spread a scientific bigotry from an ideological, hate filled Christian fundamentalist or religious fundamentalist, in the case of Ben Shapiro, perspective. This is religious fundamentalism oh, that has been yeah. completely repackaged to look and feel as if it is actually, at the end of the day, scientific. It's not.
4: These are all lies, all lies. America ranks 27th beneath all these other countries, not what I would call a high, personally. In another one on abortion, Stephen finds himself perpetuating the notion that the majority of late-term abortions are not a result of medical complications, but rather because the woman just feels like doing it. You know,
3: women who do have late-term abortions, they're not out here walking around at eight months pregnant saying, oh, you know what? I don't feel like having this baby anymore. Let's just get rid of it. Sure they are. No, they're not. That's
2: almost all late-term abortions.
3: Mm. There's a majority that are medically induced and necessary. No, not a majority. Well, whatever ones As a matter are, fact, not, are not, of nearly never But I'm not sure
4: where Steven got this either. Considering just how exceedingly rare abortions in the third trimester even are, making up for only 1% of all abortions across the US. This means the data on why women would need to get an abortion later into the pregnancy is extremely limited. So
3: the term late term abortion is not a medical term and it often really complicates this discussion because people kind of take it to mean something like a third trimester abortion or abortion just before or during birth, which are not really things that happen. and i think that
0: it kind of wait what about the baby guillotines if it's a viable baby i just understand why are we killing the viable baby why not just let the viable baby be born is there a point during the abortion where if the baby is viable say like they've aborted some of the baby and then we still know we can see the other half is alive and viable is that okay are, are we allowed to preserve the child at that time can we can we talk about this can we have a discussion or a debate uh, because i think this is important you know how many women at the ninth month are deciding they don't want this uh, they're just it's not for them and, and but the baby is viable it could it could be alive if, if we gave it a chance
3: kind of really distracts from the conversation when people use that terminology for reference only about one and a half percent of u.s abortions happen after 20 weeks and
0: Okay, so um, we're going to have to pass a law. This is the only way to do this. We have to pass a law in which if there is people, like men, like Steven Crowder or Tim Pool, for example, who want this possibility to be something that they truly passionately care about, well, then they have to have viable wombs installed on their bodies somehow. We, I think we're getting pretty close to the science. So they might be able... Like, I know that we have viable wombs, artificial wombs for, say, goats and stuff like that. We could start there. They could have viable womb goats uh, that are affixed to their own bodies that they have to both raise and bring to term as a sign of solidarity that they care deeply about their beliefs to the point where they are willing to again bring these viable children to term and so we can we can start a process like this pass the legislation where every single person who is on board with this of which tim pool and Stephen crowder have gotten ahead of the story they need viable wombs They need viable wombs affixed to themselves somehow in some and it, unfortunately it's going to be a state-enforced viable wombs uh is going to have to be the program uh again it's going to be weird but it's it's what they want it's what they're asking for essentially yes surrogate sur- 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 goats surrogate goats surrogate goats whatever it is we start with goats but we'll move on to to humans eventually
3: this is usually what people are referencing when they say quote late term the percent of those that are due to life threat or lethal fetal anomalies is really hard to track because they aren't always reported and when they are reported they aren't always reported with a reason but a vast majority of them will be because of a lethal fetal anomaly or a serious complication and risk to the person who's pregnant i would venture to say that All abortions that happen between 20 and 24 weeks fall into three categories.
0: But now Anna Kasparian going to say that I said the opposite. (laughs) Like, Isn't that weird? You can say the exact same thing that she says, like almost verbatim. You know, it's just like she just repeated point by point all of my points. And I was like, that's wild. You're saying all the things I said, but then you're saying that I disagree with him. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't think I've experienced this before, right? hear someone saying my exact almost verbatim points and then try to add at the end, except for he doesn't believe that. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> like, that second part is wild. <laughs>
3: Most will fall into those two groups of a life risk or lethal fetal anomaly. And the remainder. Yeah, I can't figure out what the straw lines is going to be. An abortion earlier, but didn't have access. So the irony here is that people who talk about this, Crowder absolutely included, are almost always against easier access in the first trimester, which directly increases how many people seek termination later on in pregnancy. I have had more patients than I can count who have experienced not only the trauma of having to end a pregnancy that they wanted, but then having to go on and be repeatedly traumatized mentally by family and friends having these conversations in such black and white non compassionate manners we cannot forget the fact that this number is probably going to go up because we have taken away access that was previously your opinion was so good she wanted it for for herself probably i'll go with that let's go with that story so the only outcome of that is going to be that more abortions happen later in pregnancy because people have to spend time and money figuring out how to get access when they can't get access where they live or in the state that they're in.
4: The issues that Steven tries to condense into just a few short words are far, far more nuanced than he'd have you believe. And he does this kind of thing constantly. Like here, when he insists America's healthcare system is the best in the world, simply because hospitals in Canada and Europe have a higher mortality rate, which apparently means they have worse care. Don't just look at the one portion of the equation
2: how much are you spending? What are you getting? for? That? What is the rest yeah. of the world getting from privately funded health care? The reason why less Americans are dying in a hospital, if true, wouldn't have to do with hospitals in America being better
4: quality. It actually oh. just means more Americans are dying at home because they- ah,
0: ah, because they can't afford to be inside hospitals and die inside those institutions. Really weird and morbid way to spin that, though. Stephen, right-wingers, conservatives- Isn't that weird? Because I've heard this one a lot. I've even debated people before who have been like, oh yeah, Canada has a higher mortality rate in the hospitals. Yes, in the hospitals. It's true. More people die in hospitals in Canada because they're being treated in hospitals. Because there's more people being treated in hospitals because they have more access to healthcare. There's more people who die in hospitals. Do you want more people to die in their homes in Canada and not be getting treatment at all? Is that what you're saying? That's, That's what you'd be advocating for
2: can't afford to die in a hospital, which you might recognize as literally the opposite
4: of his point. But Stephen will stop at nothing to make sure he comes out looking smarter than the other person in the heat of debates, even if he needs to pivot to another talking point. If you watch enough of these, you'll sometimes hear Stephen say things to the effect of hold that thought, or let's put a pin in that, when his opponent says something that actually makes sense. Only Stephen never comes back around to those points. What's your position on the minimum wage? Uh, uh, yeah, hold on a, a second. A... Uh, is this, your, this is your changing my mind? I wanna make sure. Yes, yeah, so I wanna get started.
0: So no, this is the one where the dude i think one of the first very apparent ones that even though steven crowder uploaded it he clearly just got smoked by the socialist in this case but this person turned out to be shitty didn't it like it's one of those like milkshake ducks you know someone on the internet who you discovered. you're like Oh, this person's awesome. And the next day, they're like, "Yeah, but they love Hitler," you know?
2: Okay, my position on the minimum wage. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Uh, He's an I'm asshole. Are you against uh, illegal
4: immigration and legal immigration shitty. from poor third world countries? Of course, I'm
2: against illegal immigration.
4: Well, I'm trying to convince you that your own objectives, if you're a conservative, cannot be achieved under capitalism. Yeah, he rolled them. okay Okay, so I'll sure. give you an example of that. Yeah, uh, you have a lot Man, of people Oh no, I
0: I agree. Yes. Hey, if tankies want to be reserved to being tankies in a funny way or in a like, hey, this one moment in time you're actually spitting, you're waxing on poetic, okay? Get out there, go battle the right-wingers on campuses. That's way better than spending time on Twitter being like, Stalin did nothing wrong, comrades. And, And you're like, you want attention, don't you? That's the only reason you tweet something like that or post that photo, you know, post a picture of Stalin and be like, Stalin did nothing wrong. Well, th- th- this, come on. got It's bait. There's got to be bait, right? No, no, everyone must understand. It was necessary for the glory of the empire and the American pig dogs of the re- like okay well you deeply deeply unserious people that's why like i'm not actually worried about tankies taking over because they're like they're, they're they're clowns to me okay they're, they're deeply unserious very online white people who basically discovered politics and discovered alternatives it's like people who want to be socially conservative but don't want to be associated with right-wingers or capitalism or any of that so they find this authoritarian version of it where i can still be condescending and hate queer folk and be anti-lgbtq and be anti-trans but i can also talk about how i'm anti-american empire and anti-imperialist because i want the, the- Raw glory of the USSR to rise again, where I can be a white god king, and you're like, yikes. So that's why you're all racist towards POC, and that's why you are really anti-anti-queer. Okay, yeah, you're deeply unserious. You're not real, real threats to, to lovers of power.
3: That he is a big capitalist,
4: and he has lots of capitalist donors that would like nothing more than to increase their profits. I think you can agree with that, and. People like that have been opposing immigration reform for decades because they believe that mass immigration will lower the wages of the working class and increase their profits. Okay, so I would agree with you on that. So if you impose a minimum wage, Mm -hmm. you're not gonna have this mass immigration
0: Turns out most people go called call tankies aren't like that. They're actually the ones out on the streets organizing. I agree with you. I agree. I mean, the scariest thing about the fucking the Caleb Oppens of the world was that he's basically created a cult where he tries to pull people in using the aesthetics of things like leftism, marxist Leninism, and all this kind of stuff. When it's really just like sell my books and be my fucking uh, spanking sex slave. That's that's what that like the 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 tankies. Like I'll call him a tanky I'll call all those people tankies. But I say that in a pejorative sense, and that like you guys are deeply unserious. If they're real, actual, like if you're an ML or you're a fucking communist, or you're a socialist, and you're actually part of an organization where you're like, you're feeding people, you're doing direct action, then yeah, you have every right to make fun of those people as well. You have every right to be condescending towards them. Yeah, I know. Now they're all MAGA communists. <laughs> they're all MAGA. What is this about the MAGA communists? What did you think? Like, they get to a point where, like, yes, and and so we have a lot in common, don't we? Uh, I don't know about that one. Well, you, you don't like trans indoctrination, right? I uh, suppose not. Okay, us too. Us oh, okay. And and China's not so bad. Sorry, what? China's not so bad. Well, what do you mean by bad? What are you saying about China? Well, I, I'm i just saying that in a lot of ways, we should have a multipolar world in which China and Russia and then perhaps some strong key allies band together in order to destroy the West, like actually nuke it to cinders, and then a new group of people can rise, a non-ideologically non-ideologi- uh, driven third polarity if you will of people who happen to be slightly fascist adjacent uh you're talking about duganism is that is that is, is, this is this is all like it sounds like a weird fever dream to me to be honest with you <laughs> you some confused the companies
4: that are taking these illegal immigrants and taking these low-wage immigrants if they to and pay yeah and and fucking
0: maga hates you by the way, MAGA hates communists. They they think Joe Biden's a communist. What do you think they're going to do with your asses? I mean, to be honest with you, you'll probably be safe in the sense that no one understands you. You're just like here. It's kind of like, what's the worst thing you can be? Boring, I guess, because people are just going like, to, I don't know what's up with them. They're confused. They'll sort themselves out. But we must go after the true Marxist, like Leninist of our time, Joe Biden. We must crush Joe Biden, the socialist. And and you're like, oh, no, that's not who they are. But sure, MAGA is deeply confused as well, you know? Yeah, I've never never met these people in real life. I know of them solely as these weird internet phenomenons where you'll be sitting there and someone with a communist emoji in their Twitter handle has just said one of the most racist or transphobic things that you've seen in a while. And then you're all of a sudden like, what's with the communist emoji? This seems kind of counter... Like, if you deeply believe in your core, that you believe in a system that's more egalitarian, a moneyless, classless, stateless society, which is what being a communist is, if you believe in that then that's very different that you think people should be oppressed for being trans or being fucking not white enough and then that's the post you just made is you just posted some racist ass shit online why are you saying you're a communist comrade the fuck is wrong with you take that out of your name you know and then eventually it's like these people aren't real <laughs> like I don't, I don't meet them in real life i don't meet uh irl tankies i've never met one of those like i guess i gotta go to cpi i gotta go undercover and cpi maybe i'll wear a mustache or something you know a little a little mustache like here i'll, I'll make it out of, i'll rip some some uh napkin here so maybe i'll come in and be like yes hello
5: comrades Hello, I I am I am comrade Lentz. I I mean no, sorry, comrade, Ants, comrade Ant. Yes, comrade Ant. Yes,
0: I I am here to learn, here to learn deeply about communism. Oh, oh, is is neo imperialism have taken away my my public here? Is okay. Like maybe I'll try that and see how long I can get away with it. See how long I can go deep, deep into the fucking the the trenches. You know, learn things. Maybe I'll have to learn some Russian. It's an easy language, I've heard. It's really easy to pick up, right? You learn Russian in a day. Hold on. English to Russian. All right. How about something simple? Hey, my name is Lance, and I like to dance. Simple, right? Okay, play it. Hey,
3: my name is Lance, and I like to dance. In Russian.
1: Привет. (laughs) Меня зовут Ланс, и я люблю танцевать. Привет. (laughs)
0: <laughs> as far as I'm going, maybe I'll just be the quiet one. I can just, I'll just sit in the back of the room, you know? Привет. How does the rest of it go? I can't even remember.
3: Привет,
1: меня зовут Ланс, и я люблю танцевать.
0: Привет, меня зовут Ланс, и я люблю танцевать. And I'll leave it there. That, that, that'll be my extent.
4: It's an hour. We wouldn't have mass immigration like we're having right now. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily know that I agree
2: with that premise. So let you me kind of go, because um, first off, before I, I would like to take that, hold it. What example would we point to before we go on? Because I know a lot of times we disagree of a successful socialist country.
4: They just get forgotten as the conversation trails elsewhere. Stephen also loves to move the goalposts when he senses his opponent, making an argument he isn't able to disprove.
3: The idea that there have been different genders outside of man-woman for centuries. Okay, how so? Yeah, uh, India. Culture, India, yeah. In sure. India, you know, they have their gender. Native American cultures, they have their genders. Sure. Oh,
0: Egypt probably these gender. are Twitter's
2: accessible. Um, ...how very different it was from Western culture. So antithetical to Western culture, you named India, ancient Egypt. You know what else? Uh, we also uh, believe in it's antithetical to those cultures. We're against slavery.
4: He tried to claim the idea of two genders was a new one. When the individual in glasses corrected him with historical examples that proved him wrong, he immediately pivots. Stephen is relying on the people he's debating to not be prepared, so it's easier to twist the conversation wherever and however he wants. And if things get too hot, he can always just pass the mic to someone more naive. Define because it's a very specific- It's also so telling, by the way, like, think in your head,
0: if you were someone who wanted to make a show, if you, in your head right now, crafted what Steven Crowder and all the right-wingers, Ben Shapiro, Michael Knowles, Matt Walsh, you name it, do you? You are intentionally thinking, how do I make myself some really viral clips where I own and pwn people? And then you're like, okay, let's think of the setup. Why don't I go to an environment where I can meet a whole bunch of conservatives? I'm going to meet a whole bunch of younger conservatives who have zero media training. We're going to talk about a topic that I will prepare a lot for with a whole bunch of stuff in a binder, and they'll have nothing prepared. They won't even know what the topic is until we start talking. And then, boom, I'm going to get a whole bunch of owns and digs that I can even then edit to make look better. Like, think of all the intentional advantages you're trying to give yourself. And even then, you still get fucking school. Civic
2: definition. You came in and just said shill. Yeah. And really quickly to give and get ready to give the microphone to someone else. If you don't stop doing this, because this isn't the goal of this, what's a shill?
4: Well, I think you're getting upset because you're losing a debate. But oh. that's fair. That's fair. Again? Yusuf.
2: Yusuf. I appreciate Yusuf taking the time. Everyone give a hand to Yusuf.
4: Appreciate it very much. We'll grab someone else here. Thank you, Yusuf. Or, you know, just using a woman's own abortion against her. Maybe let me yes. tell you something. What you ended
2: was a unique genetic code of oh eye color hair color,
0: how tall it would be, how much it would weigh, its personality, proclivity toward... Oh my god, you weird cringe. What the fuck? This is cringe personified. You are fucking like... (laughs) He's doing this thing where he's like, hey, I'm going to appeal to emotion, okay? Just just, just bear with me. We're going to do an appeal to emotion here. You just murdered an angel an angel of God's design which lived inside you this is you killing God are you Nietzsche are you Nietzsche because you killed God as it came out, like what the fuck holy shit (laughs) to win a debate to win a debate bro (laughs) mental illness
2: what kind of hair pattern to male pattern baldness when you when you had that abortion performed you eliminated all of that that's a scientific fact
3: the fact is, is that it was a choice and it was something that had to be done.
4: Like even if you're pro-life, what kind of excuse is it to weaponize something so personal against someone for the sake of looking cool in an amateur? Well, because
0: you're looking not cool and you felt that would save you. That, that was a dig up scenario. You know, it's like, oh, this is not going the way I wanted. Don't worry, I got plan B
4: debate with a college student. Just a cruel example of his strategy to come out looking intellectually and morally superior, no matter the cost. On the surface, this show may present Stephen as having a willingness to change his mind if someone can convince him to do so. But that's not the same sentiment he expressed in this clip at the beginning of the series. So it's important, this isn't about just a debate or a highlight reel.
2: The point to this exercise is to actually get people to question their own point of view and see uh... if their argument is rational. And uh, maybe at the end of it, they'll end up changing their own mind.
4: See, in case it wasn't painfully obvious enough, Stephen never intends to change his mind, I know, know, hard to believe. After so many episodes of this show, the only thing that Stephen's ever reconsidered is his opinion on Tesla's. Uh, Now he likes them, I guess, because they personally benefit him and his wife. Uh, I have changed
2: my mind. On a subject, really? Uh, uh, those, let's go.
4: Great. The Change My Mind series, though, has never been anything more than cheap entertainment, masquerading as some open and intellectual exchange of ideas, in which Stephen's beliefs somehow always end up looking the best. Huh? Stephen knows his audience doesn't want to see evenly matched debates. That's boring. They want someone dunking on a woke college freshman on their way to their next gender studies class or whatever. They want their preconceived view of the world validated, and Stephen is more than happy to provide them a safe space. I mean, if you were really looking to have a productive and nuanced conversation, wouldn't he debate real experts as opposed to naive undergrad students? There's a reason he's continuously backed out, yeah, because you frame it that way because you want it that way, and also,
0: like, hey, if you wanted to disprove a whole bunch of stuff, it's going to be a lot harder to do so against experts in the field, right? And when you try, by the way, because this is when Matt Walsh says, What is a Woman is a very fair documentary, because I questioned a lot of people, I questioned uh, experts, I questioned gender therapists, I questioned psychologists, psychiatrists, I questioned trans people. I gave them all a platform. No, you didn't. Because when an expert starts to tell you or explain something to you in that movie, he edits it. He adds violin and he's just like, oh, it's boring. And then it fades into another scene and then he cuts it. The whole thing is incredibly manipulative. Sasha Baron Cohen is not coming out saying that Borat is a fair and balanced documentary on, on the life of the Kazakh people. He would never say that. It's a comedy. It's intentionally manipulated. It's the whole thing is framed in such a way that he gets the gotchas and the laughs and the 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 quotes and my life, I like all that kind of stuff. But like, it's not a documentary. He's he's not. He hasn't done it for the purposes of in, informing you on a topic. The whole thing is a sketch. It's the same thing with what is a woman. What is a woman is a fucking sketch. The whole thing, start to finish, but it's advertised as a documentary. It's it's like. Borat is the same thing. It's it's it, The only difference is Borat is funny and, and, and Sacha Baron Cohen has talent. That's the difference between these two projects, but they're the same thing. You're bringing people on, you're lying to them, you're deceiving them as to why they're there so you can tell a story and a narrative. I'm describing Borat. I'm also describing what is a woman. The, the exact same concept in both movies. Do you enjoy the service but prefer not to have to
5: use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the surf times in podcast form available on most major podcasting networks. Now, if you
0: enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out apparently. And it's free just like the podcast.
5: Thank you kindly to our Lord and saviors, Peyton L. Just and Xander Corvus without you, we are nothing. And now a shout out to our Knights of the square table, amazing flesh. Anna loves Riley, Adrian McCarthy, DM Rivera, Doug Katie, everything important. Hegbard Celine, Izzy Solidarity, La Media Panza, Matthew Scarborough, Multimondi, Nettle, Omni, Peanut Butter Blonde, Political Papi, Quiet185, Rachel K, Riley and Anna, Roller Dragon, Kubi, Cernicus, Spinach Monster, Stellar Vision, Sebastian Demmel, Thomas, Trevbot EXE, Lucidry, Words Greenwood, Cheryl Alvarez, Tony Perkins, Thomas, Opecker Travis McClinton, and Victoria Bell, thank you so much. And a huge shout out to all the other people who make this entire show possible. Without you, it would not exist. If you can support us, please go to patreon.com thesurfs the and even $1 can help unlock all of the little goodies and help make this show entirely possible.